The guest on today's podcast is Dr. Muhammad Ali Mishli. He is originally from Lebanon and is the founder of three startups and many more projects coming ahead. Often when talking about entrepreneurs, our mind goes to dropouts or hustlers and entrepreneur wannabes. Our guest today is showing us a new path of entrepreneurship. He has achieved several academic degrees and a solid corporate background, then pivoted into entrepreneurship. We will dig into his journey and how it started and take a look into the future. I'm Ali Ismail and I help small businesses tell their stories. Currently, I'm part of the small business solutions team at Thomas. In this podcast, I try to bridge the gap between small businesses and large enterprises, digging deeper into the day-to-day life of small business owners and getting a better understanding of what large enterprises can do for them. Did you know that around 98% of businesses in Canada are small businesses? That's crazy, right? Well, you will hear the most inspiring stories of these real entrepreneurs as motivation for future business owners. Good morning, Toronto. Good morning, Canada. And hello for the rest of the world. And if it is Monday, well, hello, Monday. At Little Business Talk, it doesn't matter what day it is because every day is a work day when running a small business. Welcome to the first episode of Little Business Talk. It's great having you here. Um, Tell us about uh, yourself. Yeah. First, allow me to say hi, Ali. Thank you for this opportunity today. I'm uh, very excited to be with you on this podcast. Uh, I moved to Canada, let me remember, like two years ago. Uh, I finished my bachelor and then uh, my master's degree in Lebanon. Then I moved to Europe, uh, got enrolled in my PhD degree Uh for around like a couple of years. I worked in Europe, then I moved to Toronto. We'll be speaking may- maybe in details yeah. about this. Well, but we, this we is, need to yeah. dig deeper and sure. This is an overview what, what about you it. have uh, what you have done. It's Talk. funny. I think it's three different countries within. Right. What was the time frame? Uh, within like eleven years, 11 total years. of eleven years. Right. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's interesting. Um, what really interested me that you have bachelor in MIS, right? Then you have a master's in. Literal study, yeah, literary then studies, an MBA, then MBA, then a right. PhD. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, how good. did that go, and how did that impact your current status uh, here as an entrepreneur? Yeah, say? right. So for for some people, well, looking at this like profile, academic profile, this might be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Moving from MIS then to business management, but look, uh, when I first drew a path it was it it wasn't so clear for me so i've chosen mis because i i liked very much working with systems and management and information so the the major of mis is is kind of mix mixing all these important things which are trendy in 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 these days you know the management and the information system putting them together is is all what what we are doing on on a daily basis as entrepreneurs so this was my first step then as as i i as i was finishing my bachelor i feel tendency toward management so yeah i felt that i need to go a bit towards a degree like mba the mba was was something that i wanted very much so it was like just six months between between finishing the MIS then getting enrolled in the MBA, no, okay. not not like maybe one year maximum. Uh, then it took me around three years to finish MBA. Uh, I've 
I've I found myself in management. Yeah. More into leadership, more into um, dealing with, I, I, with people. I would like to to pause a bit here. Sure. And a, a lot of the times, let, let's say now I have a brother. Mm-hmm. He's like just graduated. He's okay. finishing his BS. Okay. And the first thing that he wants, he wants to jump into work. Mm-hmm. But I would like to have a better understanding. Did life drag you into an MBA knowing that it's difficult to find a job mm-hmm. back in your home country? Or was it a combination of both? Difficulty That's... in finding a job and then you were looking into mm-hmm. um, getting an, an MBA. Yeah, this is a very important question. Well, actually, it was the need of the market. Yeah. So two, two main things. Uh, I felt that I have a deep love and tendency toward dealing with with things and with people. So the the concept of leadership is something I like. And I felt the need in the market to have a link between education and the practical experience. So that, and and, uh, as a matter of fact, I was working while studying my MBA. That's awesome. So yeah, that was the case. Okay. And then that changed into uh, well the MBA changing uh, the country or yeah because no I finished the MBA in Lebanon and then I continued working in Lebanon and after that in, in with a couple of years I moved to Portugal right. I received my job offer from Portugal okay. and uh, acceptance for the PhD program in industrial and systems engineering okay. so that was pretty exciting for me at yeah. that time it's it's an exciting moment in terms of like. First, you're moving to a country, right. which, like, we, to be it's, honest, like, a lot of people go America or right. Germany yeah. or, I don't know, somewhere in Europe. But right. how, 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 how come, come Portugal? It's Portugal, okay. right? Yeah. Like, it's an interesting country. Right. We love it. We love uh, yeah. a lot about Portugal. And, it's and so different nice, ways, by the way. Especially didn't... soccer, right. uh, the weather, <laughs> and so on. But um, how was the choice in terms of education and work? And what took you there? Yeah. So... First, and, and uh, one more thing that I would like to know: you taking that decision, like, was it hard for you taking that decision as well? So, what took you there, uh-huh. and was it a difficult decision making it? Well, it was a big risk because I was moving from a place where I'm stable, I'm working, yeah, and I have family, I have, I mean, everything, friends, everything I need is in Lebanon. I've, yeah. I, I, I was born and raised in Lebanon, yeah. so moving to to somewhere else for me is a big risk yeah. but at a certain time i've decided that i need to do something new something big yeah. you know moving getting new experience new connections so i i wanted first to go to europe because i know there is a, some some kind of experience it's, it does not exist in north america so europe yeah. is different from north america yeah true so my first uh, stop was europe I actually I applied for a couple of universities in Germany okay. and Portugal and France, uh-huh. and then uh, I, I was searching for the top hundred or top fifty universities yeah. and applying for them. One of them was University of Minho in in Portugal, okay. and I received acceptance from them. Just took my bag, packed my things, and yeah. and, and decided to yeah to go to Portugal. So like. What was the main thing that, let's say, motivated you to to do that? What were you uh, seeing in that opportunity? Like, I'm not sure around that time what was hop- mm-hmm. happening in okay. Portugal, but I know for some time mm-hmm. the economy wasn't as good there. Right. So, 
Right. What drove you there? What kind of what kind of push, pushed mm -hmm. you to mm -hmm. to take this or to make this decision? Right. So at that time, Portugal was trying to 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 grab the big companies around the world, the big tech companies. Yeah. So uh, the president of Portugal, he uh, he was able to get one of the big companies uh, in the world, tech companies, to to have a branch in Portugal. So okay. the, the 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 policy of the country was trying to be more open. Uh -huh. And they were trying to do some enhancements. Yeah, this was a big, I mean, motivation for me. Yeah. Uh, another thing is, when you move to a country in Europe, as if you're, as if you, all of Europe is one country, because yeah. it's, you know, the the, the border thing does not exist. Exactly. So it's very easy. Th that's pretty yeah. interesting, right? Yeah. So the the connection, the the everything was for me exciting. Yeah. Mm. And and then the shift from Portugal came to here and or back to Lebanon and then yeah, to here. It it was no from Portugal directly to Canada. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I decided to move here after a couple of years. Uh, I finished all the courses because I I was switching from management to industrial engineering. Yeah. So it was required for me to take some courses in the core of engineering before being able to get enrolled in the in the PhD uh, yeah, program. program. Yeah, okay. so I've uh, finished the courses, then started all the, the required courses, then started my uh, working on the thesis. After yeah. that, it was easier for me to move to North America and then moving back to Portugal every like couple of months uh, for okay. seeing the professor and, you know, meeting, uh, uh, getting to the workshops, meeting the yeah, professors in the, the board. Catch -ups, yeah, catch -ups exactly. exactly. That, that's pretty interesting. And... Um, Two years. Yep. In, two years. Canada, two exciting now years. Now you're running what right. four startups. Yeah. Doing so, a lot of things going on. You have Kidsies, right. Amazon, um, a lot of projects going on, sure. right? So take us back and let's try to dig a bit deeper into the first when you first came to Canada. Mm -hmm. um, how was the start in terms mm -hmm. of work, in terms of uh, culture, in terms right. of uh, getting to know the community? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, uh, actually, when I decided to leave Portugal and move to Canada, yeah, the second I decided to that I am going to North America, uh, I said, "Okay, I'm not working for companies anymore." Okay. So it was like a firm uh, decision that I've made yeah. deep inside myself that I need to try something for myself. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. Uh, let me stop here. Is it based on your experience with Portugal or? Knowing, uh, no, it knowing started, North yeah. America and knowing how this country, no, this, this North feeling, America in general works. This started uh, deep inside me when I was in Lebanon. Okay. It was something just growing in, in me, you know, uh, okay. the feel that I need to run the business the way I see things in this life. Okay. The big enthusiasm that I have deep inside me, I need to translate it into actions. Yeah. So this is more related into to, to my character, the yeah. way I think. Then the circumstances helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the experience from Europe. Okay. I got all the mindset how how big businesses work, yeah. big firms work. So and by just moving to go yeah. back in Lebanon, was it a smaller company? Maybe yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Where it, you... it, it was a smaller company, but again, it was a very good experience for me because. Uh, it was extensive experience. I've worked yeah. in several branches. Exactly. I, I would like to highlight. We'll we'll come back here, but that's that's really interesting mm -hmm. to me because now when let's say we do have a lot of new graduates, right? Mm -hmm. And right. you, after eleven years, you can talk. You 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 have put all the effort to to have the right to to talk about that. Um, 
you if let's say we're talking now to new graduates mm-hmm. who, who are coming to, to the workforce mm-hmm. um, a lot of them they just want to jump into the new big companies and so on however for, for me and I'm, I'm not sure how how is that for you i do see that you can learn a lot within small companies because exactly. a lot of the times you'll be wearing a lot exactly. more hats you'll be the accountant you'll be um the technical guy you'll be the sales guy you, you'll be doing everything right mm-hmm. so right. tell me a bit about about that and mm-hmm. how do you feel that helped mm-hmm. uh you being you and maybe a bit of building your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. part right. of you right this is very very important um, and i'm gonna highlight this yeah. point exactly uh At a certain phase in, in a person's life, a person needs to search for a leader, for a manager yeah. who can work directly with him. That's that's the key point yeah. for building your character. Sure. For me, the Lebanese uh, phase, the my phase in Lebanon, when, when you worked, yeah, when I worked in Lebanon, Lebanon yeah. was was the most impo- was the key point for me, the key okay. thing for me because I worked directly with a great manager. Yeah, for around six I think years. That's one the, of the good things. Of exactly, small, small I've built company. my like, character. There isn't that that's ladder it. or whatever. That's it. All the you feel that you are uh, attached to a person, not to a system, yeah. not to a machine. In big firms, you just you feel that you are thrown into a big machine. Yeah, and and kind of lost. Yeah, like how how do I need to to to, to start? Whom who, who's gonna lead me, guide me, help me? But This is not the case in small companies. In right. small companies, and if you're lucky, you'll find a very close manager who can help you in many things, and yeah. you'll be working in several things and building a base. Can we say, and if you didn't find a good manager, maybe you'll find the bad manager that you know you shouldn't be, exactly. for example, right? So in both and cases, you'll learn. You will learn yeah, either way, learn, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you might learn the right. good way or, or exactly. what it. not to do. Um, okay, so going back to the entrepreneurial mm-hmm. uh, Muhammad, yeah. Dr. Muhammad. Okay. Um, so back to Canada. Sure. I, I'm jumping back because I found that interesting. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, I, I do believe important. that small companies, working in small companies, because mm-hmm. I worked uh, somehow within a smaller company, mm-hmm. and uh, that helps build the For core sure. of, of Very the person. Much. Yeah. So going back to entrepreneurship and how mm. you started here. Yeah, in Canada. You were new building companies. How did that happen? So from day one, I arrived on uh, July 1st. Oh, yeah. you still remember it? <laughs> yeah, I still remember uh, that day. It's on the first. So exactly. <laughs> it's not like 23, 17. And, and from day one, I, yeah. I just uh, arranged things in, in, in a small den in my apartment. Okay. Uh, with the help of my wife and really? my partner also. My ah, wife is okay. my business partner. Ah, that's, that's yeah, good. so from day one, we've opened the laptop and we started building the, the business plan. Like okay. from day one, from July 1st. Did you have that in mind before yes, coming from here? Like a couple of months before moving into Canada. Ah, in Portugal. So you knew yeah, you were coming? Exactly. And so and we started ga- gathering plans and ideas about it. Exactly. Okay. So you've and been researching the market and that's see it. how things work here. Yeah. And the, the advantage for me is that my wife was in canada for like 15 years ah, okay so, so yeah she's familiar co- with the with the community with, with the, community the business and, so and everything because one thing that i found fascinating about this country is that community like mm-hmm. it plays a big role whether right. it is in terms of work mm-hmm. or your day-to-day life and personal mm-hmm. life right so n- knowing that 
your wife was already here before. I right. think that helped a lot, and at least to better understand your right. uh, your community. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell yeah, me more. and uh, yeah, we, we had the idea like a couple of months before moving into Canada. Then when we moved here, uh, we started drawing the plan. Uh, starting, uh, we, we started just going into making new connections, yeah. uh, seeing where we need to turn this idea into into real thing, tangible yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. So from there, we moved with Schema Zone, which was the first okay. uh, startup. It's yeah. a consulting. So with our experience, uh, Lena, my partner, ha- she has a very good experience in in several industries that I don't like the the oil and gas. Okay. Yeah, like the energy. She worked for a nuclear energy company. Uh-huh. Uh, her experience and my experience together, they they they've made something something nice, you know. Yeah. And we were able mixing these experiences to go into the consulting and, okay. and things. Is it like uh, business? Yeah. Uh, well, we we work with now me, her, and couple of consultants okay. with extensive experiences. Uh-huh. We do consultations in eight different industries. Okay. Most most of the consultations are in the tech. Industry, the e-commerce, yeah. uh, you know, some, some. We're trying to go into the public sector now. Okay. You know, it's not so easy because usually the big companies are yeah, domi- they're already dominating they're, this yeah, this exactly, industry. Yeah. But we're trying to go into this. Okay. Yeah, and this was That's the start in Canada. Okay, this okay. was the start. And knowing that your wife was your partner, and you have been married for how long before coming? Just uh, around before coming to Canada for around a year or something. Year, year or yeah, year, year and something. So. Yeah. Okay, so when you were in Portugal and between all the travel, we were, you were, we were already... working. Yeah, we were working in both uh, both in the same company in in Portugal. Okay, she was a manager in in the continuous improvement department. I was okay. a manager in another department. Oh, okay. So again, this was also an interesting story in Portugal. Okay, yeah. okay, that's that's really interesting. So that's how uh, Schema Zone right started happened. Yep, and uh, and started. Um, okay, so you started company as soon as you right. came here and then what then, happened with yep. the new startup with or the new, new what project. led to that mm-hmm. new product yeah so so the the second project which was kids international yeah uh actually this has to do with our experience in portugal because right. we worked for one of the biggest uh e-commerce companies in the industry of uh luxury fashion kids uh-huh. uh, in the industry of yeah fashion so our experience in europe gave us a very solid let's say uh, infrastructure yeah uh, and also knowledge about this industry and we felt a need in the north american market yeah and there is a big booming way? yeah so so you know things are turning into e-commerce every now yeah. if, if you need to buy anything the first thing that you can usually you go to is your iPhone, yeah, or exactly. your, yeah, your mobile, to, just to check the apps and, and the for stores. me, it's my iPhone. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sure. The, the the mobile. So things are turning into e-commerce. So we decided to go into a niche market, which is the kids' fashion. All right. And and building this marketplace from from scratch. Okay. Yeah, it represented something very nice for us, and still, yeah. Every day we were seeing that there is a big potential. For okay. this idea to go very big, yeah, in North yeah. America. Okay, yeah. So you're now. You're now. So we have Schema Zone, Kids International, and Kids International. We have a team of 
almost 13 people uh-huh. we have uh, around the tech team is is seven people software engineers ui ux designers uh, and the uh, qa uh, testers we have also a team of of uh, four people working on marketing and you know yeah. uh yeah yeah the 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 other things business development uh, and in schema zone we have also a couple of consultants so we are a team of almost five people and yeah. in schema zone yeah. so if i want to say the, the whole team for the four projects i'm working on around 22 people okay now. okay that's yeah. that's really 22. interesting and th- that brings me to something like mm-hmm. Four different projects, mm-hmm. um, uh, twenty-two people. Um, where do you see the challenge, um, struggle mm-hmm. that you were facing, at least at the beginnings, to figure out mm-hmm. uh, these people? Especially again, coming to a new country right. and then dealing. I'm not sure if they're all from within the same community or right. not. But then dealing with different people, different mm-hmm. mentalities, and so right. on. Um, how was that, and how was starting a company in mm-hmm. Canada? Like, if we talk at, at at a high level, okay, we just started a company, but then for a lot of people, just taking that action uh-huh. is is not easy. So... It is right; it is not easy at all. Well, thankfully, the government made made the part of the legal things very easy okay. in Canada to yeah. just to start a company. But for me, if if you want to ask me what's the biggest challenge, I would say building a structure. And leading people, yeah, those two things are finding are, the right partner. Exactly. <laughs> well, that was easy for me. <laughs> that was easy, but, but this I, again, is challenging. I think this yeah, is yeah, one, this is yeah. This is one of the of the of the advantages that I have. Yeah, because uh, running a startup, you're a one man show, right? Like, right. Eventually, and right. then again, knowing that you do have a strong partner, it's you can rely on your partner that... and give her like yeah, because because Lena now is leading a big the, all the tech team. Yeah, so I, I I I'm not engaged in this, you know, yeah, and so this is more the, into the exactly. business management business, side, yeah, and the say. marketing, okay. exactly. Uh, so leading people, building a structure, those are the the most challenging parts in in building something new. Yeah, yeah. What's something that you feel that you did not know mm-hmm. when it comes to managing or let's say uh, leading people that you feel that it has grown with you within this uh, within the, the new environment let's say well uh, making your team committed to your idea yeah. this is one of the hardest things to 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 do do you think you can make them committed yes as much as you are for example well, at, at, of course it will not reach that level right because it's your idea eventually but yeah sometimes how are you happen. able to juggle that like to get them into this that has to do with the, with the leadership character it okay. has to do big time with, with with your character because it's your baby. Yeah. So you are the most excited about this yeah. idea. To get people excited and committed and dedicated to this idea, it's not easy. You yeah. need to give to convince them that this idea is is gonna grow. It's not gonna yeah. fail because it's it's from scratch. Exactly. I'm starting something from zero. So people have doubts about is this gonna happen or no? Yeah. Am I putting my time in the in the in the right project or the wrong project? This exactly, is challenging. Yeah. This is one. Two, keeping them. So now I've been working on on, on some of these projects for two years. So yeah. these people are with me since two years. It's wow. not easy. It's not because, easy. Yeah, maintain. because they felt that this is happening. Yeah. And this is going to some somewhere nice. So we can say the reflection of your effort and work is reflecting on them. And that's what's helping them into 
Well, this is keeping the, the momentum. Yeah, this is the big part. The big part. Because okay. a, a daily a daily contact with your team is is one of the indispensable things that you need to do. So let's say do you check out on the team every day. Let's say your partner checks on the technical team sure, and so on sure. every day. And we have we have employees who are working remotely, and okay. this is more challenging for us. Exactly. Because not Th- everyone. Tell me more is... about that. And this in terms is... of challenge, like I, I know a lot of the time when somebody's working remotely. Um, a lot of things could be running in their, into their head, right? Right. And at the same time, for you as a company, um, you are providing flexibility. So mm-hmm. they do have the flexibility. Right. You are providing flexibility in terms of your company and mm-hmm. for your employee. But at the same time, there is a lot of challenges. Things uh, to worry about. because Mentally, let's say, especially exactly. knowing here mental health is a big issue here, right? Right. And in this country. So um, talking about that, for somebody working remotely, how... What are the things that you do in order to maintain the engagement within with the rest of the team or with you as as leadership? Well, a uh, couple of 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 important things you need to keep in mind. You need the right tools first. Yeah. So because connecting with people ne- needs to be also organized yeah. within certain platforms, within certain channels. Uh, you need to build the right to- the right channels. You need to find the right tools, and you need to build a, a communication. A close communication channel. This is also very important yeah. because they are not seeing you. May I you, know you, what kind of tools do you use? Exactly. Now? We have platform. We have uh, project management platforms. I don't okay. want to say maybe the name of the platform, but we okay. we do use it like a task manager. So everyone receives his tasks on this platform, and yeah. all all things are going in one place. Okay. So you feel as if you have one board yeah. for the like eight eight people team, all okay. your team. This yeah. is one. Also, you have also platforms for the. Uh, it's like a room where yeah. we all work together, you okay. know, with with the voices, as if you are in, a, in an office. Okay. This also helps a lot. Yeah. So these platforms and tools are are the is most. Is it an uh, internal or is it something? Uh, no, no, outsource? external. Just web based. It's a web based. Yeah, platform. our platforms. Okay. Our because my my team, some of them are in Africa, yeah. s- South Africa, uh, some in the states, in Mexico, in Emirates, in Kuwait, in Lebanon, yeah. in Syria, yeah. like. All over the world, yeah. And this is this is the the nice part of working in some tech companies. Yeah, you don't have to be in a certain place. You can work okay. just from from any place. So the engagement and knowing the, the tasks is big. The uh, organization, the engagement, uh, the communication. These three things are are really important. the communication. Yeah. I think communication is is very 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 important, important when exactly. it comes to uh, to the engagement. And how do you manage that? Like there is the maybe. Is the project management tool different than the communication exactly, tool? Exactly, because the, the so one that we use... Right. Platforms, okay. Right. The one that we use does not support uh, a communication channel, you know, okay. yeah. just as a matter of fact. Now, some platforms does, yeah. but this doesn't. So we, we found something uh, different mm-hmm. where we can all sit in an inside the room. The voice is open. Uh, okay. Anyone can ask anything. Yeah. And as if we are in one room. And also we have the traditional ones like the Skype, the email. Yeah, the, yeah. the now also I wanna wanna mention something. WhatsApp is now part of the of the communication channels for for startups because okay. it's it's making life easier. You know yeah. this one of the one of the things that we we use on a daily basis. Yep, this is pretty much the the, the main things to have uh, to have channels set up. Yeah, yeah, and w- when. I want to, before I, I I reflect into something else, I wanted to reflect a bit on the technology and what you are currently using, let's say. Um, when we talk about the project management tool mm-hmm. or uh, using communication apps and so on, 
how was for you as a startup or as a business um, knowing uh, uh, knowing these platforms and the way you engaged with these mm-hmm. uh, vendors? Mm-hmm. Um, how how was it like in terms of uh, let's say if you need any kind of support and so on? Was it something easy for you to to source, or was it something challenging, or do mm-hmm. you feel as a startup or uh, as a company, you feel you needed more support and more attention from those vendors? Regarding these tools and platforms. These tools in general. No, yeah. yeah. So basically what we've chosen was reliable. Yeah. So we've chosen something professional so we don't have problems regarding the, yeah. you know, small bugs that you need support for. So up till now, we didn't need any, we didn't actually have any any obstacle regarding the platforms and tools we are yeah. using. So it was like smooth regarding this. Uh, we're we're worrying about how to get our team productive, how yeah. to get our team commit uh, committed. These things are are taking most of our time. The yeah. the communication, the leadership, productivity. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is the the challenging part for us. That's uh, quite quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move away from sure. all the companies and and so on. Um, in general, whether it is regarding um, business or mm-hmm. uh, or technology, knowing that you're mm-hmm. juggling Correct. between both or you, you right. are doing both somehow, um, what is something that you are curious about? Whether it is in terms of uh, leadership and managing people or mm-hmm. uh, business management or whether it is technology, what's something that you feel like you're curious yeah. about, you're trying to learn more or mm-hmm. dig deeper into? Anything well, that uh, comes to mind? And into tech... It's, I would like to just say, general thing. The, the most thing that we worry about is staying up to date with what's happening in this, some might say, crazy world. Yeah. You know, in tech, uh, the guys, they, they use some technologies that, that are so up to date, but we find that things are, are, are just developing very fast. Yeah. You know, yeah. and new things are coming into the market. So, they worry about how we need to build something that can scale up yeah. and stay up to date with what's happening in the world yeah, in, a, yeah. in a rapid, rapidly changing world. And the business thing, it's it's a different story. But uh, what I'm curious to get into and to learn more is basically dealing with people. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to go more into maybe the psychological because one of the, for example, one of the problems is that sometimes I use different approaches to get yeah. the person doing yeah. something, but again, all all fail, yeah. all these yeah. approaches. Yeah. So I'm very excited about learning more approaches to get people uh, more productive. This, or... this takes me takes me uh, somewhere really interesting. Um. I feel like, and I think that's something good that's happening in the world, that uh, mm-hmm. in general, can we say that business is becoming more human? Exactly. Like you feel like brands are trying to relate to a cause or to a purpose. That's right. And even uh, companies, they are trying to to relate to communities that's and right. causes that's and right. purpose and so on. And then again, they are trying to connect with their employees and different aspects. Um, what's your input here or what, how, how do you see that? Can we say that it's becoming more human? Well, uh, I believe it is and it should be. Mm-hmm. It should be going this uh, this way, because people they want to feel that 
they are dealing not with machines and systems. Yeah. They need to feel that they are being treated as a humans and they are treating also humans who yeah. can understand them. Dealing with a machine is something nice, but again, it is a machine. Yeah, it has exactly. more feelings. Yeah. And you need to tell this machine how to work. Exactly. So uh, uh, putting systems and machines and processes, you need to link them in a certain way to things that people are familiar with. Yeah. Because something, you know, all, all yeah. of these things. And uh, this is working. Okay. This Let me working. tell you about something. Yep. Now that we see that brands, communities, companies are mm -hmm. going towards the humanitarian part mm -hmm. of business, like they are doing good, so it doesn't matter. Do you do you ever think about it? Like, okay, they are trying to do good, but only so that they benefit from a business side. But that doesn't matter as well long as they are paying. <laughs> yeah. So for me, from a personal perspective, uh, it differs. If you're yeah. doing this because you feel responsible towards your people and your uh, your community, yeah. or if you're doing this for doing money. Yeah. Because when you're doing this just to, to sell more, that's that's part of, of what you're used to do. Yeah, exactly. But if you're doing things because and you feel... And eventually it will show, right? Like Exactly. And, and you cannot be, on the long run, maybe consistent on doing this. Um, so we're coming to an end mm -hmm. for this conversation. Um, usually, I would like to end it with uh, two main questions. Um, is there anything that you think that uh, I should have asked and I didn't? Well, I think you've covered everything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy with this. Uh, yeah, with all the 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 matters that we've discussed. All right. Yeah. And anything upcoming in terms of uh, business ideas, uh, new projects? I know a lot of already. Mm. Already a lot is going on, yeah. but anything coming uh, coming soon? Th there is always, yeah. Probably we can we can maybe meet up uh, soon yeah, to tell you more about yeah sure. the new projects and how things are going with the current projects. All right, sure. And let me uh, please awesome. before ending, I would like to thank you for this opportunity, and wish you also success with your podcast. Thank you, thank you so thank much. You, um, you too. Thank with you very much. All your setups and the upcoming projects. <laughs> thank you very much. little business talk if you found this entertaining and valuable we would be more than happy if you subscribe and extremely happy if you leave us a review on apple podcast spotify anchor or wherever you listen and make sure to follow us and leave a comment on instagram and twitter